Hello, and welcome to the Behind the Give Button podcast, where we believe that charities desire to change the world, but struggle to get you involved. This podcast is all about exploring what's behind the give button so that your desire to change the world can find a trusted partner. Hello, and welcome to Behind the Give Button. I have my friend Abby here with me today from Envision that I'm so excited to share what's behind their Give Button and a little bit about their organization. So welcome, Abby. Thank you for having me. This is fantastic to be here. Absolutely. You you work for a different organization that we haven't really spotlighted an organization like you before. So I'm very excited to share um, with listeners about what you're doing. So why don't you give us a little bit of a glimpse of, of your background and how you came to work for Envision? Uh, yeah, tell us all about yourself. Yeah. So yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, I decided that I wanted to start working with Envision because I've been connected to it um, kind of in the past. So um, a little bit about myself. I grew up um, going to the church denomination that Envision is a part of, and we'll get into that a little bit later. So I kind of had an idea about it, but growing up um, as a Christian and in the church, something that very much interested me was missions and this idea of global missions. And my favorite times on a Sunday were when we would have missionaries come in and talk about the ministries and the work that they are doing. Um, And so I went in 2013 overseas with a church that I was attending to Cambodia and fell in love with that work and knew that like somehow my future job had to relate to that. And so I decided that I knew that it probably wasn't going to be a straight Bible college. I go to Bible college, get a degree in the Bible, and then go into missions. But I wanted to do something more in the bivocational route where I could have some practical skills and then be able to serve that way. And so I pursued a degree at the University of Waterloo. I have a bachelor's in environmental studies, but I focus specifically in international development. Um, So I kind of have very much passions for climate change solutions and sustainability solutions, um, but also a passion for nonprofits and what they are doing um, and the work that they are doing. So that's kind of how I got interested into this work. Um, Yeah, that's how I came across uh, like my passion for Envision. Um, So the the first question that pops out in my brain is what did you do in Cambodia? You know, you slipped that in there, (laughs) but what did you do there? Yeah, so we had a great partnership. The church that I was attending had a partnership with international workers who had been living in Cambodia. And they had established a ministry where they, a part of their ministry was to teach English to university students. And in the summer times, they would have teams from Canada and the U.S. come to Cambodia to the two different cities that they worked in. We were in um, the northern city of Siem Reap. And we helped with a kind of like a language camp, essentially, where we got to teach English lessons every day. We got to hang out with the kids and the adults that were there. Um, It was so much fun. We got to travel to some of the temples and do like the field trips. Um, But uh, yeah, it was about building relationships with them. But also we went through curriculum that they had developed to help strengthen their English skills. And it was also fun because they got to teach us a bit of Kumai, their language there, which I'm not good at at all. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, that's awesome. Um, I also got an experience like that to go to Poland when I was in high mm. school. And uh, it was a very challenging um, mission for me. <laughs> um, I was very outside of my comfort zone. And it was kind of more of a, I think maybe I'm a local, a local missions type gal. <laughs> but it's so cool that it, yes. it uh, yeah. lit a fire in you. And um, yeah, made you passionate about pursuing similar things. Um, so what is Envision? What do you do? What services do you provide? Um, how are you yeah, meeting needs in your community? Yeah, so Envision is actually a department within the Christian and Missionary Alliance in Canada. So that is a church denomination, um, just like uh, your Mennonite Brethren or your Baptists. They're a church denomination. So we are um, situated kind of in their um, head office, which is in Mississauga. And so we are a national initiative. We apply to our churches all across Canada. And we were created in 2016 to address leadership development issues within our own denomination. And so in 2016, they kind of started to look at, all right, we have all of these workers that have been doing such an incredible job. Who is going to take their place when they retire? And for some, that age and that time was coming up very soon. And so we're like, we got to get on this. We have to start to think of ways. And so that's when Envision was born. And so it's really um, a space to identify, equip, and launch leaders. That's kind of the three things that we try to tackle. And so, yeah, our mission statement, which I just love, is to identify, equip, and launch future, future missional leaders who innovate and establish and strengthen communities of faith in Canada and around the world. And so we do this through lots of ways. I'm going to talk about a lot of like pre-COVID ways that we did because it's changed a bit. Um, but like pre-COVID, we launched a lot of interns on um, internships from three, to, three months to a year. We had short-term mission trips. We had semester programs where they would go on like eight weeks to 12 weeks. And they would have specific purpose, uh, purposes and studies. Um, we also had a leadership development conference that we had every year. So now in this COVID reality that we're living in, all of our um, travel has stopped. And so we're kind of in a, a reimagining season, which has been really cool. Um, I'm sure that a lot of people in nonprofits are feeling this. It's also been stressful um, at times, um, but it has been a way for us to really like just show some of our creativity. Um, and we, it's not just our Toronto team. We have a team that's a global team as well. So we have team members in Thailand and in Mexico, as well as Vancouver and a couple other places. And so we get to all hang out and dream about how we can raise up new leaders for not just envision, but for kingdom work and who are just missional and um, minded and mission focused. So cool. So how did you get to this place of, you know, being very passionate about your, your trip to Cambodia, to taking international development in university, to then working with a leadership um, training organization? Yeah. So as I mentioned, I grew up in this denomination, going to church. It, it, this denomination is very focused on missions. And so that was very prominent where we would talk about missions a lot growing up in the church that I went to, um, I, I guess moving forward I, into university, I had thought a lot about interning with Envision because it was started and it had started up as I was at um, the University of Waterloo. 
thought about going back to Cambodia, actually, and uh, going for like a three-month internship to help with kind of running those camps um, more. Um, it was just missions has always kind of been something that I just have felt a draw to. Um, I'm an Enneagram 2, wing 3. I love to help people. That's kind of my passions. And so that is, it's a draw. I see missions as a way for me to practically help people. Um, and so I, I guess prior to going to Cambodia, I was dead set on going for journalism. I wanted to become a journalist and I wanted to go to school for that. And then as, as soon as I left Cambodia, I was like, there's, there's something more to this. There's something more to life than just wanting to gain fame and success. And I knew that I needed something practical. And as I said, I wanted something that I could use that was skills-based. Um, so I can get a job in international development overseas in Canada and then use that as well as a way to do missions. Um, and so, yeah, I had, um, I had thought about going on an internship with Envision for uh, three months in university, decided that probably wasn't actually gonna work out with my timeline, but had always kind of kept Envision on my radar as I was going through university. And then in my last term of university, I saw that they had a job opening for their logistics coordinator admin position. And four hours later, I applied to it. It was like, I want this job. I need to get this job. And so I went in uh, to, and just started working on my resume, applied. And then I went in for an interview. I got hired shortly after. And I basically started with Envision three days after I handed in my last paper for university. Wow. <laughs> This then started three days later, and then three days after that was their week-long um, leadership development conference in Montreal. So I, my first full week on the job was traveling to Montreal for this conference. So it was a bit of a whirlwind, but it, I wouldn't have done it anymore else. It was great. <laughs> when the doors open, right? You just got to run full force ahead. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so you did a great segue there. Your role, um, okay, I might, you said logistics coordinator? Yeah. yeah. So what, what do you do? What does your, your job description look like? And um, yeah, how do you fit in with Envision? Mm -hmm. So I serve kind of as the logistics coordinator slash admin. I think as an any nonprofit, everyone feels like they wear a ton of hats. But that's <laughs> yep. my official title, right? Where we're, we do a lot, but officially I'm a logistics coordinator. Um, and what that essentially means is I service our team pretty much directly. So I work with our global team um, and I get to help, help them develop resources, training. I help kind of project manage on that side. I also do that for our Toronto team. There's three of us in our Toronto office. And so I just kind of coordinate our meetings where we collaborate. I am in an admin sense, I take minutes on things, schedule meetings, but I also get to help kind of lead projects and keep everyone organized essentially. Um, I also get to connect directly with those who are thinking of engaging with us, who want to, the young leaders. And that's one of the best parts of my job is I get to talk with them. Um, I get to read all their applications. Um, so when we had all of our travel going on, I would be the person that would walk through their whole 
process, internship process from application to when they came back and we were debriefing them. And so, yeah, it was a big job. I mean, we had, I think, 27 short-term trips scheduled for 2020. And only one of those was able to happen in January. And then the rest we had to shut down. But it, it was a busy year, like even just getting them to that place where they were going to go. Right. Um, so if walk me through the process of who would, um, you know, seek out Envision to enroll in their program, what would that individual look like? What would their, you know, future goals be? Um, I know there's obviously a variety, but are you specifically providing training to people that want to then become pastors and missionaries? Or are you just providing general leadership? Kind of walk me through who's accessing these, these leadership trainings from Envision. Yeah, I think one of the great things about Envision is that it suits a variety of people. And so our target demographic, I would say, is eight, between the ages of 18 and 35. Sometimes we have people who engage with us from a younger age or older age, and that's totally okay. But we um, really do work on um, engaging with those in that age range. Um, I guess the type of leaders that would come are people who are wanting to get involved in ministry, who have maybe uh, felt a ministry pull in their life. Um, And a lot of the time they don't know what that looks like. And we're kind of there to help, help them figure it out. And so they're like, I think I want to go on missions. I don't know. I have, I want to experience the world, but I don't know what that looks like. How can I use my skills? we have people who have gone overseas and they're nurses and they're like, but we want, might want to use that for missions. So can I do that? And what does that look like? These people who have gone who have accounting backgrounds and be like, how do I use my accounting in order to serve in ministry? And so we help them figure that out. So someone will uh, fill in an application form on our website. I get in contact with them and get to just chat with them about all that they are dreaming and desiring their hopes and passions are and um we get to kind of see what site might fit them best so we have a couple different sites around the world with different ministries and so maybe there's one that would suit them better and we will work on getting them to go overseas um sometimes we have uh, one of our semester programs as i mentioned we have two sometimes those are a better fit to they'll just be more intensive learning um, times and so they get to do that way or maybe they don't have the time to commit to a three-month internship a year-long internship but we have ways for them to engage through our leadership development conference we're trying to work on some more resources as well because we can't meet all together um, but we want to see just where you could end up I don't think it necessarily has to end up in a pastoral position in a missionary position or things like that um, I think research is coming out that a lot of the time in the future, we're not going to have just people who are career pastors or career missionaries. We're going to have people who work bivocationally. And so the really cool thing about Envision is we get to help you kind of figure out how do I use the skills that I have and also be able to do missions. Oh, it sounds like (laughs) I could, I could use your services. (laughs) Uh, Um, like, I know you don't, but it very much sounds like, yeah, you're a bit of a, um, 
like a guidance counselor, but in a very rough sense of the term of uh, yeah. yeah, working with people to find out their passion and their path. And yeah, that sounds very useful. <laughs> so I think you've shared a few little bits and pieces that, about why you're passionate um, about the role that you hold. But if you could narrow it down to like this one point is why I'm passionate about this cause and why I continue to work in this space, what would that be? I love connecting with young leaders. I think the, my most favorite part of this job is when I get to have Zoom calls, phone calls, you know, pre-COVID meet them in person and be able to sit down and hear their stories. And um, the other day I was just on a call with someone who had wanted to apply to an internship and then COVID happened. And I got to sit down and talk with her for an hour and just hear her story of like all her hopes and dreams of what she could do. And I have no idea when internships and all these things are gonna happen, who knows what travel is gonna look like. Um, but just to be able to connect with her and all of our other young leaders and be able to encourage them to kind of give them some practical steps because I think a lot of time where I know I've been this way, where I just think I have all these dreams, but I have no idea what to do with them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so be able to say, hey, I have like a couple things that can maybe help get you started. Or I know someone. I think the great thing is our job is we get to meet a lot of people so we can connect and network a lot of people. And so that's been really cool to say, hey, you have this passion and you have this passion. You two should talk <laughs> and maybe something will come out of that. So that is probably my favorite thing where I just love being able to hear people's stories and this ties into my like journalism side as well of why I wanted to do that as well. <laughs> I love hearing people's stories. I think they have such a big impact on people. Like stories also have guided me to where I am today. I'm just listening to where people have gone before me. And so that is just, yeah, it's the thing that brings me the most joy about my job is to get to hear people passionate um, about so many different things and hear all their dreams. It's pretty cool. I can, um, I can like see and hear in your voice how passionate you are about it. And I think you definitely have a skill of connecting with people. Like I feel like I've known you more than just <laughs> our half hour little pitch to be on the podcast in this moment. Yeah. So um, yeah, I can tell that, you know, you're, you're a good fit for the role. <laughs> um, so how do people get involved? Uh, you've mentioned how to like a little bit about, um, you know, using your services, but do you have different opportunities kind of give us um, yeah, a little snippet of that? Yeah. So um, right now things are a little bit in limbo um, with COVID, um, but we are still wanting to connect. And actually right now we're doing a lot of connects with young leaders. And so I don't necessarily have a practical here, I can offer you this internship, or here, why don't we send you overseas on a trip? Um, but we are starting to connect and start to resource you. So if you're even considering an internship, whether it be for school, whether it be for um, just your own personal development, your personal growth, um, we would love to talk to you and just hear what are your interests? What are you skilled in? How can you help out maybe in these sites? Um, and so, and kind of get that ball rolling so that when travel does happen, we're able to send you on an experience as well. Um, we are, I would say, to keep an eye out on our Instagram pages and our Facebook pages and our website, we are starting to 
release some more training content and new opportunities that are coming out shortly, especially in the new year, there's going to be quite a bit more that's coming out about um, ways that we can engage even just online um, over Zoom or things like that. And so um, that is something I guess what I can hint at. But yeah, right now, I think the biggest thing is if you're interested in missions, if you're interested in wanting just to develop as a leader, send us an email, send us a DM on Instagram, however you like to communicate. And we would love to just have a chat with you um, and just see how we can work together. Awesome. And so I didn't prepare you with this question, so this may throw you off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you could, um, could, you know, make a magical wish come true for Envision about where the organization would be in five years, what is Envision's goal for, you know, growth and development of your organization? Wow, that, that's a good <laughs> question. I love that. I think my answer would be this. I think, and I can, I think this would be also my team's answer as well. In five years, it would be great to see people who have a passion for missions, a pastor or a passion for local ministry within their own city um, to be able to come together and start to actually launch those ideas. I think a lot of the time we get stuck in those ideation phases where we're just dreaming about things but you know even if it's hey I really I have this passion for talking about you know donations and they actually launched through podcasts right we connect <laughs> them and they do that they are we have um we launched something in our um leadership development conference last May called the creative challenge which essentially I would describe it as like a hackathon where we gave teams um mission issues, problems that we were dealing with, that um, some of our team members are dealing with, and we give them 24 hours to figure out a problem. I think what our team would love to see is not them just come up with an, an, a thought of, of a solution, but actually start to implement those solutions to become leaders in their own context. Um, yeah, that's where we'd love to see is people actually working in their areas and influencing others. I love it. Taking it just, yeah, from that, that dream and, and stepping forward mm. and awesome. <laughs> All right. So the million dollar question, um, sorry, listeners, I say that little phrase every time it just gets stuck in my head. Um, but what's behind the give button of Envision? If I have as a listener, you know, love what you've had to say, really want to support Envision and uh, the training of your leaders, what does that look like if I want to donate to what you're doing? Yeah. So. It's, uh, I think when I first started at this job, I was surprised at how much went on to get somewhere to, <laughs> to a certain place. <laughs> and I think as you enter into a nonprofit job, you start to realize all the different elements of it. So um, a lot of the time, like when you're investing in Envision or donating to Envision, you're investing in future leaders, which I think is really cool. You're investing in what they could be, where they could go. Um, and so because of that, like practically speaking, there are a lot of steps that have to be involved. There are admin costs. There are um, training costs. We put, we, are, we give our interns and other um, participants training so that they're equipped to go overseas. Um, and so there's those costs, there's marketing costs, right? There's all these different things. 
but it all plays into the plan of investing in these leaders in order for them to go um, and to influence where they are at. Um, and so, yeah, when you're donating to Envision, you are really donating to allow these leaders to figure out who they are, where they're going, and actually start to make those a reality. Awesome. And I know in our pre-meeting, you um, you talked about how you know, you have to go through the Christian Missionary Alliance um, to donate. Is that correct? And kind of, can you give a bit more of a, a practical look at how to donate? Yeah, so um, all of our funding structures are set up through the Christian Missionary Alliance because we are kind of like a subsect or a don uh, department of that. Uh, and so when you donate, you can directly donate to our department, which is great. Or if you're donating to um, kind of what we call the Global Advance Fund, that also helps to um, facilitate our experiences and things like that. So that's more of a general fund that gets broken up into all sorts of different projects, um, which are really cool all over the world. And you can also donate um, through Canada Help directly to Envision. Um, but yes, it's really cool. Because we're partnered with the denomination, we get to um, be able to have access to so much more. Um, and so kind of their funding structures, it's great because we have a finance team that works for the denomination that gets to help us out. And so they get to help us with all, that's why kind of we get to keep our team a little bit smaller because we have access to a finance team for the whole denomination. And so when you donate to Envision, either way, it really just gets back to investing in those future leaders. Fantastic. Well, that's the end of my questions. Um, thank you so much, Abby. I think, you know, this is not something I was aware of that was out there. So I think um, it's a great service to be aware of. And I hope, you know, we have some leaders that or some listeners that, uh, yeah, kind of look for that more information and are passionate about becoming a better leader. So I hope uh, that you get some new connections out of this. And I think, um, yeah, what you've had to share has been really interesting. So thank you so much for taking the time to share. Um, your passion comes through very obviously. So it's, it's really neat to get to talk to you about it. Well, thank you so much for have, having me. This has been so much fun. What a great way to spend an <laughs> afternoon. Um, and yeah, I just love this podcast and all that you're doing, the awareness that you're bringing. So keep it up. Well, thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining us again on today's episode of Behind the Give Button. I enjoyed my talk with Abby so much, and so I hope you did as well. You'll be able to find the links to their social media, their website, donation links, all on our website at BehindTheGiveButton.com. Please don't forget to leave us a review. We would love to feel your support in that way. So with that being said, that wraps up this week's episode. We hope you'll tune in again next week.